Hey everybody, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John. Howdy. And we have a live listener here tonight, a.k.a. a guest. We have Brandon, also the co-host of The Taste Test with Mike. Welcome, Brandon. Hey, friends. Returning guest. Returning guest, Brandon. True. Alumni. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the podcast, returning guest. Friends, secret lover, you know, whatever. Yes. (laughs) Power bottom. Cohorts. All right. Cohorts and shenanigans, as I like to call it. (laughs) Yes. Uh... And, uh, so instead of the usual three idiots going through an issue, we now have four idiots going through the issue. Oh, God, they're multiplying. <laughs> they're like rabbits. They're Poor like minions. raccoons in a garage. <laughs> so we're on volume 37 from June of 1992 with Lemmings on the cover. So we've got oh, an illustration of uh, Lemmings on the front. Yep. This is a guy with, a, yeah. with, a <laughs> with now, a, an umbrella floating down. Do the lemmings have like individual names, or no. is it just like I think his name is Robert species. Paulson? His name is mm-hmm. their names are their jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Like so you get so umbrella how guy, would you, you get how would you guy. describe uh, lemming to someone who doesn't know what lemmings is? They look kind of like ants, like animated ants would be like how yeah, like Doctor like, Seuss. Like, it always made me think of. It always made me think of that scene from um, Beetlejuice when the, the two parents are dead and they adjust their faces accordingly and the father picks that like, <laughs> long pointy face with the eyeballs and everything. They look like that, but with like a little blue trench coat. So you can't see how mm. fucked Actually, up Actually, I, I, like, I like Mike's, like Dr. Seuss and... Yes. and uh, if Dr. Seuss did Fraggle Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. That that oh, yeah. Perfect. I can see that. But Brandon, Brandon did... He nailed it with the Beetlejuice face. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Their weird little triangle heads always kind of spooked me, and I didn't mind letting them die. <laughs> it was kind of a design flaw of the game. If you want me to keep these things alive, make them cute and adorable. Don't make them yeah, like... Make them like right. They've got like that so weird like, so... soulless stare to them. <laughs> so we Maybe have that, one lemming... Yeah. Like, the world's a better place with them dead. Yeah. We have one lemming with like... He's like dominating the right side of the, the page. He's floating down with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. There's another like lemming floating down to a bridge, and there's like a bunch of other lemmings like walking across the bridge with like yeah. a waterfall behind them, and yeah. sort of clouds and and sky. This is know. a really bad lemming placement though, because the lemming is blocking the bridge, so all the other ones walking to him are not going to be walking away. Apparently, yeah, Mike doesn't understand around. perspective. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then just to add insult to injury, now they have a builder who's probably going to build a brick wall. <laughs> so, you know, if anyone did get past the blocker, now they're mm-hmm. going to hit a wall. This whole thing is flawed. Anyway. Well, yeah. we'll get into the I, game a little bit more um, once we get to, to the article. Got the ofi- and to think this cover got the official Nintendo seal of quality. <laughs> oh, it boy. did. Is there well, any... Uh, it is the middle of... Sorry. I was, you know, was probably say, made uh, by Lemmings. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a little Sorry, harsh. Sorry, they, they worked their hardest. <laughs> Maybe What's a few of them died. Brandon? Maybe a few of them died on the floor, and who cares? Mm. Whatever. We got a magazine out of it. Uh, Thanks, I was just gonna say uh, for the viewers who, uh, uh, for the listeners at home, I'm going into this blind for the first part uh, until my laptop decides to catch up with the rest of us. And uh, so, mm. to that note, I'm curious: is there any interesting like uh, art stylings in this, or is it just plain, you know, straight cartoon style, or is it like claymation or anything wonky or? 
It's hand, it's like hand drawn cell kind of look to it. It's uh, illustration. Yeah. It's decent quality. It's got yeah. shading it's and stuff. It's just an illustration. No. Uh, Is there any no uh, special color components. color palette swaps or any like you know we didn't care that Mario was no. supposed to be this color. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. The only thing flaws. that's kind of interesting. The only thing that's interesting is it's just like a, it's a pleasing color palette. Like it, yeah. it's not like jarring or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, they smartened up and they actually got their colors right. For one once, thing I didn't mention didn't go for the shock value in the cover. They went for like a <laughs> no. you know nice lure the moms in at the cash register kind of feel. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's no, a it's, pretty it's, pretty. it's a pretty forgettable cover. And then uh, there is a there's a star with a Krusty's Funhouse that is going to be featured as well. That's the only other thing on the. Uh, well, I don't know if we the mentioned cover. the subtitle for Lemmings. It says "Over the Edge Excitement." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so, if you guys uh, aren't familiar with why Lemmings have the reputation for going off cliffs, it's because Disney made a documentary about them in the fifties. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, and they scared them over a cliff, and like it became public knowledge that yeah. lemmings run over cliffs when they, they don't. Push the fucking lemmings <laughs> over a cliff. Yeah, this is what I was always under the yeah. understanding that lemmings were like so stupid in packs. No, like, like the little prairie no, dog animals, I mean, right? They are, but like yeah, they even won't just dogs. run over. They won't run over a cliff. So like they set off an explosion or something behind them to like scare them. I think like they waited the until there was a herd of them, and then they just like pushed them with boards or something, and they huh. just filmed the lemmings going over the edge, and they're being like, "Who knows why they do this?" <laughs> and, That's and amazing. The guy, filming, the, the guy filming is just like, maybe it's because you're fucking killing them all. <laughs> I can just imagine like four fat cat like 1950s style guys with their suits and their suspenders and their big cigars like how are we going to make this film interesting and then the one guy's like I don't know man they just keep popping in and out of the holes they're just basically prairie dogs what are we supposed to do about this and the other cigar guy's like we'll round them up and we'll herd them off the cliff <laughs> just <laughs> pretty mass, much went a little mass slaughter never hurt anybody and it always lined somebody's pockets <laughs> you know you know disney was already down with the mass slaughter because he was an anti-semite so there we go oh yeah <laughs> no they, they, this right. guy, they probably just they probably put little yarmulkes on the lemmings and he just signed oh. off on it right away <laughs> fucking a all right okay what's so, on the inside cover <laughs> interesting fact about uh <laughs> and you can hear them going up the cliff going <laughs> all right, Ben. All right. Let's get to the interesting, the uh, inside cover here. We got a lot of issues to get through. So we have an advertisement for renewing or getting your subscription from Nintendo Power. And it says, get mm -hmm. more power. And it's, this is the uh, Samus one where she's pointing her gun at you. It has the weird pose. Yeah, this was this was last month as well. Yeah. So there's nothing new here. Just uh, they're, they're make, making the point that you're better off renewing through them than buying through the, the newsstand. Or dying yeah, at the shot of uh, Samus. <laughs> And, then, and uh, they are throwing <laughs> yeah. in uh, your choice of, Renew at uh, of players' guides. Here. Yeah. So that, I mean, mm -hmm. there you go. That's interesting, I guess. So, I, I like that her, her cannon actually has <clears throat> rifling in it. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so the next right. next page, we've got the uh, odd uh, advertisement <laughs> for Father's Day we've seen before. And it has the giant bold letters, punish your father when he gets home. Yep. Which doesn't make so any sense. That continues ah, because whatever. you're giving him a Game Boy for Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see it, Brandon. It's super weird. It's yeah. just like just an odd ad. So, but once you, uh, once you hear the last uh, last uh, episode, you'll be you'll be all caught up. 
Yeah, we talked about it for a while already. So, so we've got um, ta- yeah. table of contents up next, and the only thing really of note is the illustration on the bottom from our favorite uh, Dick Nose drawer. <laughs> and it's got what appears to be his version of Nestor um, wearing a Captain N sweater and uh, wears Waldo um, um, sweatshirt underneath that with jeans and he's playing a Game Boy with his feet while wearing shoes on and then there's an angry dog <laughs> between his legs looking at you. Like like, like a radical dog or something. I don't know. He's got kind of a DreamWorks face going on. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, and this Lemmings game, oh my god, I thought Lemmings, this was Lemmings for the Super Nintendo, which looks good. The screenshot shows that it's Lemmings for the NES, oh, and yeah. it's everyone's yeah, favorite this color, is not this, orange. Mm-hmm. This is not the Super Nintendo, uh, so yep. this is the NES version that's getting the cover. Um, with, with orange letters on an orange note. Shocking. Fun. All right. On to the player's pulse. So they have a, a collection here of, of uh, emails or just a big call out for a specific email. Oh, not email. Uh, a snail mail letter. The big power debate. And it basically is saying there's a big debate over the format of Nintendo Power. And they've received hundreds of letters from readers who have submitted their opinions about the changes which were made. And they range from totally bogus to totally cool. And a majority of the people who responded to the changes were in favor of them. If you'd like a visual representation, then they show it later in the uh, in the issue. And then they have a number of letters from people that are saying they liked it or didn't like it. So. Well, uh, yeah, I can read one that I agree with. You can read now? <laughs> and the knife goes deeper into the back Mm. (laughs) Master Higgins would be so proud (laughs) okay so it says I love your new comics the Super Mario Brothers are good but I like the Legend of Zelda the best you have a great magazine keep up the good work and gotta admit anyone who likes the uh, Nintendo comics in this issue in this series is on the money <laughs> what about you guys? Well, they didn't really uh, put any uh, negative ones, um, and then they're basically saying uh, even oh. even even from a guy named Mike Sass, they didn't have a negative one. Yeah, so they, I don't here. Know. Um, well, <laughs> finally, here's one that we've been saying. This guy Mike Vess from Baltimore says, "What's the point of George and Rob? <laughs> I don't care about two guys' <laughs> opinions on games. Why not use the pages for more games tips?" <laughs> Why would anybody listen to a podcast about Nintendo Power? Oh my god, they actually mentioned the Genesis. They mentioned the enemy by name. They did. I plan on buying a Super NES or a Genesis. If you cut out the comics, oh fuck, oh fuck you, Vess. <laughs> if you cut out the comics and put in reviews on games with the Super NES, I might decide to buy a Super NES. You know what? Fuck you. I'll buy your Super NES and your games, and you can just go not read these mm-hmm. amazing comics. Yeah. Wow, that's what we just we wanted. We wanted yeah. Mike Spite thrown into this. Yeah, he even <laughs> says this, 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 is some, this is some Mike on Mike violence right here. Yeah, he says you have been ruining the quality of your product. Why do you have comics in a game magazine? If I wanted to read <laughs> comics, I would buy a comic book. Uh, oh my God, there's three guys in here named Mike. Mike says, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike Kelly. Mike mm. Kelly's negative too. He says I've been subscribing for two years. I say the disappointment with the changes, like the comics and having. 
half the magazine being Super Nintendo. Why don't you make a whole different magazine for Super Nintendo? You could make more money, <laughs> and I won't be paying for Super NES tips or 10 comics per issue. Please do something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, mics in the world are just full of, like, spite. Spite, spite. Is my guess. <laughs> oh, my God. At least the first mic is on the right track. Saying your mag is the best. Why'd you start to have comics? They're a great idea. My compliment to the artists. Keep up the good work. And Amit Jane of Arte- Artesia, California says, <laughs> you need to bring Howard back for the Howard and Mr. Comics. Amit, you're my soul animal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I think I think he's deeply upset <laughs> by the fact that Nestor is sometimes competent. Hmm. <laughs> Possibly. And let's see. So the next the next page is just the, they are doing a good job of this, like every month showing the winners of the mm-hmm. contest. So this guy won the All Star contest. It was Jeremy Welch? You got to hang uh, out with the <laughs> the Charlotte Hornet. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. Anyway. Yep. Not too much interesting there. And that's there. about it. All right, and speaking of not very interesting, we're on to Lemmings, and the a, NES game. A trip to Orlando wouldn't be complete if you didn't visit Disney World. And here we see all the splendor of Disney World in friggin' rocks with writing on them. Yeah, he's exiting some yep. ride, it looks like. Anyways, mm-hmm. Lemmings, the game for Nintendo. So I'm pretty sure that's Thunder Mountain Railroad, by the way. Hmm. So, anyway. All right, So, anything Lemmings. interesting in the editor's corner? Lemmings. Lemmings, right. the NES game. <laughs> so a bit not, of not, uh, not the not the Disney genocide. I've got some trivia for you on uh, Lemmings. So who did the take us away? Ben. I'll give you. Well, I'll, I'll pose this a question to see if you guys can guess. So if you could guess without Stalin. without uh, looking it up, what do you think um, this development shop was renamed to, and what video game series is it most known for? Hypnosis well, is mentioned here. Uh, I've heard that name before. Not the port. Okay. Not the port. This is the port so wait, of a what's PC the question? game. Hypnosis did a PC. Hypnosis did an NES port of a PC game. Yes. Hmm. And it's not Lemmings. So we're asking what they made next. Is what you're asking? I don't care us? about Hypnosis. I'm saying who did Lemmings to begin with? Who developed Lemmings to begin with? What is their oh, name was now? It rare? And what are they most known for? Hmm. No. So the developer is known as DMA Design, which later renamed itself to Rockstar North, and is most known for the Grand Theft Auto series. Son of Whoa. a bitch! Wow. No wonder I was so attached to them as kids, as a kid. Look at Ben going on the deep dive. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I saw like DMA that, Design somewhere, and I'm like, I've seen that before. Well, because yeah, when they take, came out, take the, that guy that gave us a bad review. When they, ben went balls deep on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when they came out with the the original Grand Theft Auto, it was still under DMA Design. It wasn't until uh, like a year later they changed their name. I think. Hmm. I remember fun, like well, not fun, but kind of interesting fact about Grand Theft Auto Three. You can actually switch it back to the visual look of the first two games if you like. I think if you hit the two, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoulder buttons or whatever because they weren't sure that people would embrace the 3D view but like I don't think I mean I think I turned it on and I was like oh okay I'm going to go back to playing the game the way they designed it to be oh that's cool turn it back (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's like Monkey Island with the uh, oh you can make this look like the DOS version or I can go with the nice animation (laughs) or I can go with the regular (laughs) version or like the Halo uh, special edition where you can flip back and forth between 
super shitty geo isometric shapes and then regular <laughs> aliens. Right. It's amazing. And like when you so, push a button, it takes like a whole 40 seconds for it to recalibrate. And you're like, God, I love being pulled out of the action. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing so better than me, waiting for Master Chief to devolve into an alien <laughs> spaceman. <laughs> Lemmings on the on the NES. Um, I I didn't play it. I went and watched a bunch of videos because that's what I've been doing lately. I guess. Um, it it it's just a PC port, and the problem is like you have to control mm -hmm. what would be a mouse with a D pad, and it's just yeah. I, I, you just play this game on the PC, you'll have a much better time. Yeah. <laughs> but I played this. I oh, guess the Super NES. I played this. Yeah, I played the Super NES NES version. I played this one. I've played the Super NES, uh, which I'm assuming will be coverage at a later point because I think it was released a little bit after this. But so I, I mean, just yeah, what do you want to say? Oh, just ben, the point of the the game, in case anyone doesn't know what Lemmings is, it's a sort of a long running series where you basically start off with these with these guys that are walking from one side of the level to the other, and you have to pave a way for them to get to the other side of the uh, to the to the end of the level, and you have to right. do it while uh, killing as few of them as possible. So right. they all have different jobs that they can use to get through. And once you, I think, once you assign them a job, do they just, that's it? They can't change back or? I think that's the case. I've, I haven't played this game in 25 years, so. Yeah. But, um, um, sorry, Brandon. Uh, so I was cutting you off, but uh, I was going to say, the, when I did play the game, I played it on the Sega Genesis. Everybody make a cross sign at the same time. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can definitely switch the guys. Cause I, uh, okay. I thought that I had, I thought that I had like found a glitch in the game where I would just let my first guy run and just quickly switch him out for whatever tool he needed. And basically I'd end up saving like 99% of my guys every time. <laughs> so it's funny. as long as you okay. time the jobs, right. Uh, there's like a small buffer, I think where right. if, uh, if you click it at a certain point in time, it won't change. And I think might've led to some confusion. Yeah. And it, so basically, yeah, the whole point is it's a puzzle game. So mm -hmm. you're using the different abilities to try to get the lemmings across the level with, like, like Ben said, without them dying. So, and that it, it's not it's not exactly tricky. It's not a mm -hmm. like really tough game to figure out. It's just you know. Yeah, and you get to you know on certain levels you'll be given a certain number of um, the skills you can spend. So it's not unlimited. Uh huh. Um, on on certain levels than others. So you got a climber, a guy who climbs. You got a floater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a floater for you. Um, it's just a Everything guy with an umbrella down here. <laughs> <laughs> you have a blocker who blocks other lemmings from like falling off a cliff, for instance. You have a bomber. You got a builder, a basher, a digger, and a miner. So it's all different ways. Well, of I'm a digger. <laughs> plowing through a basher. stuff. But between the so jobs that you've basher and minor, like minor goes down in a diagonal direction. Like yeah, basher goes that. straight through. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think minor can only do like soft dirt or whatever, and then the basher can do the stone and stuff. Mm. Also, <laughs> between the different job categories that you listed, there's literally like uh, Ocean's Eleven team for like every homicide ever. <laughs> <laughs> for every yeah. dude, there's a job. Like you could literally slot these guys in as suspects for every murder that's unsolved, and they would always <laughs> be suspects. So there you go, FBI. If you're looking for your your guys, go after some of the lemmings. Go after some of the lemmings. <laughs> Pull a trigger, kill a digger. He's a hero. 
So hey, we don't uh, coverage. We don't allow minors in here. <laughs> so <laughs> coverage-wise, they do give you breakdowns of of like sort of the characteristics of some levels and like what you start with, so you can sort of get your strategy going like before you. They skip around. Start. Like I don't know how many levels there are in the game, but they're just sort of jumping around. Level 13, yeah. 19, 21, 22, then they jump to 25, 5, 7, 20. Yeah. This is yeah, a different it's all thing. over the place. I don't I don't understand why they did it this way, but yeah, I guess it's a little bit helpful. But I don't think they could be you know, comprehensive, it's kind of a, yeah. It's kind of a game they just have to play to Oh, understand. I see. There's four different, uh, four levels of difficulty. There's fun, tricky, taxing, and mayhem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember always playing on tricky. Why don't they just call it, like, easy, medium, hard, and, like... I know, before I... No, when I was, like, a kid and I saw taxing, I'm just like, now i got to learn accounting? Yeah. (laughs) I'm less into this all of a sudden. He's, like, like Trump. He doesn't pay taxes, so... (laughs) All right. Evading my social responsibility and becoming a burden on the middle class makes me smart. (laughs) <laughs> on that note, right. let's move on to our next game, Dragon speaking Strike. Of being a, speaking of being a, board, a burden on society, <laughs> Dragon Strike. So this is actually, it's the full title is Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Dragon Strike, by the way. Mm. <laughs> they just didn't put it in the title here. Dude, I don't um, remember Dungeons and Dragons where you can be the freaking dragon. Yeah, so it's not a Dungeons and Dragons game, though, really. I mean, I don't, I've never really done too much Dungeons and Dragons, but... Most of the Dungeons and Dragons I'm aware of doesn't involve flying around maps and like shooting stuff uh, with a flying dragon. Well, if so they, like, if they did, now you know why kids were committing all those murders and suicides back in the eighties. <laughs> but did he, did any of you do any research on this one? Uh, I looked at it. It sounds sick. <laughs> I kind of want to look it, look it up now. It looks it looks really <laughs> the artwork's really awesome. Like uh, on the. Okay, sorry, Mike. Uh, this, this listening experience with Brandon is really hilarious. <laughs> so, you'll control one of three kinds of good dragons in missions to free the captive land of Ancelon, master the skills of flying high and low around mountains and between canyon walls. You'll face an onslaught of archers, cannons, and other enemies. Two players can play alternating battles and password codes lets you save your progress through 14 missions. So it's a adventure game ish that kind of plays like a, a a jet fighter game. Yeah. So right, it's you'd think it would be like you know it's Dungeons and Dragons. You think it'd be an RPG or something, but no, it's just you're flying around maps, shooting other dragons with mm. your dragon and his so ability. So it's like 1943, but with yeah. dragons. Mm. Right. And I'm feeling so to see a bad thing. It's super well. Okay, but if I told you there's going to be a... Do you ever see the movie um, Flight of Dragons? It's like one of those um, Rankin-Bass cartoons from the 80s. Flight uh, of Dragons. I've seen Flight of the Navigator. Is that the same thing? I saw Reign of Fire. Is that the same thing? No, that is definitely not the same thing. What about the one with the talking Sean Connery dragon? Right. That's uh, <laughs> talking Dragon Heart? No, uh, Aragon or whatever, right? <laughs> I like that movie. Aragon's a different movie, <laughs> oh. I think. There's like four anyway. good dragon movies. Did you know uh, you Sean right. Connery turned down the role of playing Gandalf? Yeah, because he didn't 
like understand it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was like his biggest regret because he could have made so much money. Who would want to see an old man in a beard waving a stick around? That sounds like pussy. <laughs> the script had slotted spoon in it. I was done. <laughs> I'm going to go play a hunter in a movie with Jekyll and Hyde. That's good. That's where the money is. Uh, man now, dog. You're the Victorian man. Oh, you're the Victorian man now, dog. Coming through the back door. Ah, oh, just like a wop. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to talk about on page 16, like the intro to Dragon Strike. There's this really awesome artwork of like a dragon, right? Like like a guy with a giant like mace club mm. thing. Just totally it metal. Kind of like, Looks kind of like Bane, but like more metal. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Why does like he need a, a mace if he's got a fucking dragon? You're not yeah, gonna hit anything with that yeah. mace because you've got a dragon. He's got like a mace club and like a Viking helmet and a Bane mask and a cape and you, like you need um, to be holding on to some reins because if that dragon does a barrel roll, you're fucked. He's with his thighs, he'll be fine. Yeah. But <laughs> that and the saddle has like elephant tusks sticking out of it. This thing's like metal as fuck. Yeah, this so. thing belongs on the side of a van. Imagine a meatloaf album. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get this tattooed. Honestly, like I, I, I really, I want this on my body. Just imagine a meatloaf album turned up to eleven. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so they're basically giving coverage of all the maps here from the different levels. Um, and there's, I don't think there's a whole lot more to the game. I mean, it's pretty much just switch uh, level. You get to fight it. You get to all fight right. it. dragons, right? Yeah, it's. It, I watched people playing it. I couldn't. No, I couldn't actually find a review on YouTube of this game, um, but I watched like people playing it, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> so it. It reminds me of one of those top-down like helicopters. It games. is. It's exactly that with dragons. When, and and that's kind of what, right. what I was getting at. Like, if you're going to be a game in in the Dungeons and Dragons universe and it not be a role-playing game, that seems kind of just I don't know. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there should be scenes where like, you know, like like interquels where you can fly your dragon but for the most part you're going to the caves fighting beholders gathering treasure shit like that and right. then you'll ride your dragon to another land and then you attack by, and you get attacked by the dragons like mix and match the styles but instead they, so they, the programmers <laughs> yeah. the programmers just figured out how to do a couple environments and like we don't have any room on the cart for any more content so we're gonna have to just let's rip it. up let's rip let's rip let's rip off 1943 so, and then yeah. swap out fighters with dragons I honestly wonder if they did do that in the middle of development because they've got two levels here, which are literally called city, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like a modern, <laughs> it's a modern city they're flying over with like shopping malls and shit and office buildings. I was actually, I was gonna say the same thing as uh, Ben. I was gonna say it, it almost maybe seems like they had a full fledged game with like intercut, like now you're flying, now you're on the ground, and then they were like, you know what? Flying's way the fuck more fun. <laughs> Let's just do that. <laughs> Why would you want to be on the ground watching dragons in the sky getting hit in the face with a mace when you can be on a dragon swinging a mace? Unfortunately, I couldn't <laughs> find very much about this game out. So if anybody in the audience knows anything more about like why mm. this game became what it became, you know, hit us up because we we <laughs> I personally am interested. I'd like to know how this came to be as like what went out to the public <laughs> yeah. Be- because to right. be- immediately alert us yeah. because mm-hmm. to address our fair reviewer 
We're here to talk about Nintendo Power, not play games. <laughs> we do that. We do that as a bonus. I knew Mike was going to go after that guy. So someone posted a <laughs> review. Well, let, let's get some background here. Someone posted a review on iTunes, sort of critiquing that we're not experts and we don't know. We don't like do our research on some of the games and things like that. Because we claimed to be experts. Okay, before you get all mm, before you get all spidey. Like hey, in the positive note, <laughs> someone actually wrote us a review on iTunes. There you go. So woo! <laughs> someone cared enough. To, someone cared enough. To I know, this. right? And he did say that the, hu- I just, the humor was interesting if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> well, if you like jokes and shit, <laughs> so maybe, maybe you could go for oh, that. If you like amazing. humor, if we're like not laughing and shit. We're not claiming to be experts, and, <laughs> and I don't think people expect that of us, but. Um, someone did. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> someone, someone came to us expecting a lesson. Sorry. There's a lot of games. Somebody <laughs> genuinely took your word for what, what you said, that you know we're experts and that we're not just random dudes who like enjoying video games. Right, and that's more where we're coming from. We just we played some of these as kids. We want to talk about the magazines. Like, if we can yeah, find out. Explore, we're here to explore, discover, oh. and reminisce. Hmm. Not here to teach. And, and... Recently, I came across a new fact. Doctors say that 99% of adults today in 2016 at one point were kids in the 80s. <laughs> right? Speaking or, of and doctors. That's, you can't fight statistics, right? Or, or at least considerably younger back then. So speaking of doctors, yeah. how we search for a doctor. Yeah, speaking of Dr. searching. Dr. Livingston. <laughs> In the next game, Stanley, the search for Dr. Livingston. Is someone opening, like, every drawer in their house? Like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, that was possibly me okay. going into the house to retrieve my charger. Okay, all right, okay. I thought it was my neighbor creeping in. Oh, I thought Mike Tyson was after <laughs> you. Oh, yeah, he's coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, well. Pulls up in his van full of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> fake, fake Velma walks out, and you're like, whoa. This is not what I was expecting. <laughs> Fake Velma. This is the Mike Tyson adventure. <laughs> yeah, have thing. you seen yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mm. Mike Tyson cartoon? It's like a parody of Scooby Doo. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. No. It's fantastic. It's pretty funny, especially mm. when you look at it through the, the parody angle. So, yeah. I, try, this, I tried to find stuff about this game. This was another game. There was very, very little out on the internet about this. Um, uh, it looks awesome. I'm looking at the necessities oh. right here. You get a machete. You, so hold, hold on, back it up there, back it up there. So this is a, from our friends at Electrobrain. Mm-hmm. And um, so the story is Dr. Livingston disappeared into the Congo in 1860, leaving behind his diary and a mysterious map. His whereabouts remain unknown for 10 years until an intrepid newspaper reporter, Stanley, sets out to follow his footsteps. So this is based on the As true story of the Stanley, of Stanley hunting down Dr. Livingston in the Congo. <laughs> When I was in the jungle, I knew I had to find Dr. Livingston. He Sorry, wasn't that's the wrong Stanley. Jewish or whatever. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Stan Lee. No, that was, that was a pretty damn yeah, good Stan Lee. <laughs> um, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> so, ah, back in those days, there were no. Let's talk no, about no the coverage powers here. To look at it. So, the coverage, it's laid out like you're searching through ruins and, like, I don't know. I, how to describe the like there's basically pillars of like totems on the side of every page uh mm-hmm. and then it goes through the game the game itself is a platformer um 
it looked like a pretty standard platformer from what I could tell. Yeah, it looks all right. I mean, it looks it's very colorful. Um, Stan- stand- standard orange head-to-toe character. <clears throat> exactly. Nice. I mean, it's a poor man's it's a poor man's uh, Tomb Raider slash um, Pitfall. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of or, or like a fleshed-out Pitfall. I mean, because Pitfall was you know. It claims to be well, part action on. and part RPG. Right. So th- my understanding is there. Again, this is just a game I couldn't find very much out about. Like, I really wanted to see more about this. I was trying to do prep this week because of that and you, and you couldn't <laughs> just play it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well when I, you work all week and, and you know going. I don't know if you can search. If you can search YouTube, you can just double click in this file. I could have mm. tried to play it. I, hard, I, I, I was. Just, it's harder to play a Nintendo game at work. So, or where you're trying to like, you know, take a shit at work, uh, and you do some research for the podcast, you know. So, that's the best thing. You, well, just, load gonna, up you just load up your uh, uh, an R4 card on your 3DS. And, Look oh, at you, you just got all the answers, oh, don't you? God, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a white flag up here, boys, because because you boys are arguing a whole bunch. But uh, to throw a little cog in the in the works here, hmm. I did just get the file, so we're gonna see if it'll open. But I oh, don't Jesus. have a lot of faith to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep powering through on Stanley. So, okay, so we got Mike, this. you were talking about necessities. Yeah. Yes, we see the the fist, <laughs> which you find in area one. Really, you don't you don't find it on the end of your arm, you moron. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't find it in area two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do the minivan. You've heard of the the mini. <gasps> she works. You've heard the what's the minivan? You know, like you know, there's the sh- there's the shocker, which is like two in the pink, one in the stink. Well, the minivan. Yes, is, the ASU. Uh, yeah, the minivan is two in the front, five in the rear. <laughs> oh, oh, gross! Whoa! Jeez. I can just like that's a sound. I can just imagine the smells. It just sounds awful. I'm gonna make you my Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Oh, man, this is the same lemon game that I had. (laughs) The fisting connection. (laughs) (laughs) The lovers, the screamers, and me. (laughs) The other necessities for Stanley. He's got a machete. (coughs) An excellent weapon. I dropped it somewhere in the jungle. Machete don't text. A gyro pack. Dickhead. This is is the part where I wanted to play this game back when I read this back in the uh, 90s. Because mm. I just thought, you get to become Inspector Gadget. Because you got the gyro pack. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, who doesn't want to have a helicopter backpack? Why do they call it a grapnel? Isn't it a grapple? Uh, I think this is British. Uh, yeah, I've heard of grapnel before. Yeah, British people just throw, throw letters in randomly that don't need to, <laughs> that don't need to be there. <laughs> it's like a, a grappling hook and shrapnel. <laughs> it's like it's like a poor yeah. man's grappling hook where you, you just take a piece of shrapnel and tie it to the, end of the rope. No, you, just some loose metal with a hole in it, and you just yeah. huck it somewhere. You know, just try and hope for the best. So there, there's a hope shield. It just holds your whole body weight. There's a shield yeah. too. Uh, I never played this game. I don't remember this game. Uh, but just kind of you know, like obviously you explore your way through the different temples and dungeons and everything and. Mm-hmm. Look for this, Stanley. The artwork here is great for the uh, for the margins of the page with the decayed uh, mm-hmm. looking rocks and stuff. And the nest, oh, yeah. the nest seems to have good graphics. Like we've got a princess maiden, which actually looks like a you know a hot princess 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. this is again. Uh, and running. yet, and yet, with her <laughs> beautifully rendered color, Stanley has still got Simon Belmont jungles. Yeah. He's completely <laughs> orange from head to toe. Well, and the backgrounds are very colorful here. You got Easter Island heads and all kinds of interesting stuff going on. So why isn't Stanley? I don't know, Mike. I don't know why they love doing that, making all the the main characters orange all the time. But um, mm. what I wait, wait, wait. Allow me to oppose a design choice. Maybe they did that because of the colorful backgrounds. So that yeah, Stanley but in, always in every, stands in out. Every game, mm-hmm. like that's been the running mm-hmm. thing with a lot of these. I know, we, like, yeah. yeah, you've been listening to the show. You know that there is always orange characters. So. Mm. Um, but it well, is a generation. What right? this does do is push the NES. I think it's because the developers are from Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this. Uh, I'm just happy that uh, there's a, a demon with a giant pink afro <laughs> on the bottom of page 24, along with Orko from He Man. <laughs> so it's, I was really confused about that. I wasn't sure if that was a cameo or what was happening there. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just like clearly, very clearly Orko. But yeah, I mean, this is definitely, oh, yeah. like, if this game had been out like earlier in the console run, I think it probably would have been pretty popular, but it just got lost in the wash here of the Super Nintendo. What was, uh, what was Orko's game in He-Man? Like, what was his MO? He was the jester. He was... Court he was just like a supporting, yeah, but he was like yeah. a supporting character. He helped out. Yeah, for a guy he was a comic guy, relief. For a guy with magic, you oh. think he would have been like fighting Skeletor a lot more, but yeah, or at but least he, like healing and like backing up the team a little. But this one is says, watch out for an evil man who will try to steal the power of Kranzis from you. I don't know what the fuck Kranzis is. Did I miss that part? Everybody, Mike, everyone knows Oracle's magic doesn't work as well in uh, in uh, Eternia. <laughs> He has to go back to his home planet for it to actually work. <laughs> what? Oh, E.T. reference. So they actually... No, it's not E.T. reference. I'm talking about Orko. That's actually a thing that is, like, canon in the show? He's yes, an alien? There's like, <laughs> he's from what a different planet. What the fuck? He's an alien? I thought it was... Even on he's a, he's a trollin. He's from Trolla. Remember, he has that girlfriend at some point? Where, like, troll... What's her name? Remember? Dude, I haven't seen that. Is that just a white that. mage? <laughs> No, but I I honestly thought that like his girlfriend, who I'm imagining in the cartoon, was just basically a white mage. Isn't it just the same thing that he has, but with a color palette swap? No, it's it's basically Orko, but with like a um, eyelashes (laughs) and like a different color bandana, and like I think more pink, if that's possible. Huh. I guess I'm (laughs) thinking of something else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I've yeah. never the He-Man buff. I I had other friends for that. I re I rewatched a bunch of uh, episodes lately with my son. So I'm, I'm well. Current. I was gonna say why the fuck, but <laughs> if you're gonna throw the kid card in there, then I guess you got a fair. Well, screw fair you. Reason. I watch it on my own, anyways. <laughs> I've got full seasons one and two on DVD. Thank you very much. Oh gosh, that's fucking. Listen, you've definitely defended yourself enough. I've got no more ground to stand. <laughs> you fully are on board with you, man. <laughs> hey, man. Moving on to. <laughs> I might just find a few episodes and pay you some homage. There you go. All right. I, I, if I, I get like real bored. I like the newer He Man comic because they actually put a, a, a story in it. Mm hmm. 
So instead of just like weekly gallivants. Yeah. Plus you get to see like Skeletor's backstory, which I thought was cool. All right. We're getting we're getting off topic here. Let's get <laughs> yes, back to the topic sure with the Nintendo Power here. We've got classified information yeah, we, we, up we next. We can't do that. We have to be on topic and educational and keep the off-color <laughs> jokes to a minimum. And you, you the, about uh, the damning jokes. of the audience uh, to a minimum <laughs> as well. Which also, I just want to toss in, it's interesting that the dichotomy that you guys have chosen because you've got the two Americans who are the peacemakers of the podcast, and you've got Mike just <laughs> slinging everything he can get his hands on. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't care if it's... <laughs> well, just the more than polite. I watched an episode of Bones tonight where they were just tearing us apart as Canadians, but like every rib shot, I just couldn't help but be like, that's kind of true, and I can't be that mad for it. <laughs> Everyone, I was like, I want to kill you, but I'm not gonna, which I guess just stands more to your point of us being way too polite. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Right. I didn't get anything good out of class of information. I don't know if you guys did. Uh, there's a big flashy text that says Dino Wars. Wait, there Where is, is your ADD mm, at? The one thing, yeah. if, you are, if you are going to play the Stanley game, on the bottom of page, I can't oh, read yes. it, 25, there is a map that gets you through like the final boss. It's really small, but like it is pretty helpful. So, oh, yeah. If you are going to try to do this game. I love, that, I love that there's an entire half of this that you don't have to go to. There's an entire half. You don't even have to fuck with. Well, at least it'll be in the same level, unlike the Star Wars games. We can just <laughs> <laughs> skip right. past eighty uh, percent of the game. So yeah, classified. Not even what? classified information. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love that idea that like Luke is the one on Yavin getting the ceremony. I don't know who hands him the medal since Princess Leia died on the Death Star. He's just threw that by himself. He just fucking yeah. murdered. He murdered Princess Leia on the Death Star. He's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I did it. Check. I succeeded. So we have some. Yeah, you got to think of the like hapless uh, engineers and just regular Joe schmoes who are on there for a job, getting off their podunk planet. And they're just like, hey, this is a new floaty thing. I'm going to go work there and get some money. Yeah, I get to work for the and Empire. Then I get to see the galaxy. Monday morning, some, some schmuck is clocking in, and then the whole place rips itself apart at, like, <laughs> noon. And you're just like, what the fuck? I didn't even get the lunch break yet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, I just right. wanted a nice, cushy government job, a nice pension, and all of a sudden, this terrorist shows up and starts blowing, starts blowing shit up. Yeah, and effectively, they are terrorists. Yep. Should we blow past class of information? I didn't see anything in here. I like that Turtles 3 has the Manhattan Project with stage select. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's pretty common. If you look at this uh, from Agent 424, which is kind of funny, uh, Farah, whatever that game is. Faria. Faria. Uh, in the Faria, in this the bottom. Is my so-called game. I, I don't know what that means. So-called like Daria. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, if you look at the bottom left uh, screenshot for them, you've got clearly what is Bob's Burgers working behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Bob from Bob's Burgers Good in that cash. bottom corner shot. Uh, hi, welcome to my merchant shop. Do you need something? We got the uh, the bag of flowers. <laughs> just to, just to ignore my kids, I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, comic wise, we have a Zelda comic again. Yay! Oh boy! Just what Mike All right, this is, and John. This is, this is my time to shine. And love because we check out for about five minutes. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, so we're back to the Legend of Zelda, where last we saw Aghanim was getting a little creepy on Link. Getting in nice and close, but especially with that <laughs> sound that he's making. And he says, you have just witnessed the last moments of Princess Zelda. She is no longer of this world. Soon I will send you to join her, Link. See how helpless my magic has made you. Frozen like a statue. You challenged me only to meet your doom. And then Link is holding the sword, shaking, trembling, quivering. Then it starts to hum and lightning shoots off from all around him. Shocking Aghanim. And then, then he realizes that puny fool's rage is somehow being channeled by the Master Sword. He and the Sword are as one. And then Link can move again while Aghanim pulls a Kool-Aid man through the wall. Blah. And then he, give, then he gives chase. Aghanim shoots a firing lightning bolt, fiery fireballs at him. Link gets between them, slashes through him with the sword. And it's just not working because even with the Master Sword, it can't hurt Aghanim. And then... Uh, then he hears someone like a fairy saying, Hey, listen! Aghanim's magic is like a double-edged sword. What do you mean? The sword was used, the sword was also forged to repel evil magic. It can defend as well as attack. So, now he uses the sword to bounce back Aghanim's evil energy to sizzle him good. And then we, uh, then Aghanim's face turns from blue to black. We're like, ugh. Well met, hero. You're not such a fool after all. But it makes no difference. My defeat will not restore the wise men's seal. On the contrary, with my final breath, you will join Zelda in the dark world. And then his body rises up in smoke against the moon, creating a perfect skull face. Yeah, that's awesome, by the way. That that whole page is awesome. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah good sound. That's, like, that's like some Stanley art right there. <laughs> you know, when I was looking for Dr. Livingston in the desert, I found a temple, and I knew I had to draw it one day. <laughs> and take all the credit, even though I had my buddy Jack do the drawing. <laughs> That's just too spot on. I just imagine, like, an old man with, a like, a, a like a long, shaggy haircut and aviator glasses and a cigar. Just a little bit shorter than me, you know? <laughs> just going to town. <laughs> uh, oh no it turns out I can do a pretty decent impression I guess so <laughs> then Link is on the ground quivering in shock, pain disbelief, whatever saying Zelda I've let you down again now who will save you and then I guess he's been masturbating because now his palms are hairy <laughs> and then he starts turning into a wolf in front of the fascinating skull moon he goes, ah, my negative emotions are turning me into a beast. Although we haven't seen him display negative emotions, so I don't know why they're throwing that in there. I guess they just they tried to write themselves out of a corner. And he goes, I must not surrender to these emotions. I'll live a beast's life forever. I won't. I won't give up. I'll never give up. I'll find Zelda even in the dark world. And then he transmutes himself back to human. Well, it does like it, it like foreshadows the Twilight Princess Zelda game. It does. If it wasn't if it wasn't a complete total accident and not a screw up on their part, it would have been nice. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, or if it came out beforehand. So <laughs> yeah, like well before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Link finds a temple in the forest. 
goes, I think I'll stop in the shrine for a while. Goes, you know, that shrubber looks like the king of this dead world. And then the tree says, You're there. Did you journey to this world in search of the gold power, the Triforce? No, not really. Only the first to touch the golden power will be endowed with its strength. Then we get to see Ganon's backstory. Ganon, what he looked like before he became a pig monster. <laughs> this land yeah. was once yeah, that's, that's like young Deku tree right there. Look at that. Yep. This uh, land uh, yeah. golden land where the Triforce was hidden by those who created the world. Ganondorf, the thief skilled in the magical arts, stumbled upon this entrance to this magical place. When he touched the Triforce's evil wishes were granted. He achieved ultimate power over this world and transformed it into a land of evil, a dark world. Many evil men from your world were drawn there. Drawn here. They were transformed into monsters because of their evil thoughts and emotions. I was one of them. In order to restore the world of the Golden Land, you must defeat the thief and reclaim the Triforce. Until then, I remain a fool in the shape of a tree, doomed to never leave the dark world. And then Link thinks, oh man, man, I had a trippy dream. Huh. And then he goes walking through the forest, then a light shines through, and then a, an eye appears in like a whirlwind. And then we get to see a cyclops loaded with grenades. But I don't know how they <laughs> manufacture these things. They don't seem to have much of a military... That is the industry. maximum amount of grenades, too. <laughs> I know it's like, and I always wondered when you wear a grenade belt like that is there grenades all the way around it like how do you reach the particular grenade in your back middle I think you just rotate the belt yeah. oh my god you are a genius <laughs> that hadn't occurred to me yet <laughs> I was just imagining some poor military guy like throwing out he knows he's got four grenades and he throws three and there's one just in the center of his back that he can't quite get and he's just standing there frustrated <laughs> That's for his while buddy. everybody else is still shooting at him and he's just like ah can't reach it yeah, yeah that would be smart actually yeah that was for just his run up and snag one off your pal yeah he like a, he's like a little walking or uh right. or just have it like a baked potato so that way when you go down your body explodes too oh cool yeah like you can't reach the grenade yeah. but you can reach the pin held on a string so then you can yeah, like exactly. roll on top of your enemy and pull the trick, pull it. <laughs> anyway, so then we get to see this guy say, hey kid, did you see a fairy fly through here? Which way did she go? Uh, fairy, I didn't see. You're lying, don't hide her. We want her magic powers and we want them now. Speak up when the boss asks you a question. And uh, I guess we get to see like a pig, a lizard, and I guess a Koopa, a Koopa Troopa, who somehow got out of his shell and into a full body shell. Which I yeah, think, he upgraded. Yeah, he realized this is the way to get. This is the way to fucking deal with Mario. Get spikes. Yeah, fuck these Mario Bros. I'm getting some spiky helmet action. Yeah, he can't jump on me now. And then the uh, blue ogre says, "Grab him! If you won't tell us where she went, we'll beat it out of you." Back off! I'm warning you. I don't have her. And then he does a full <laughs> swing. Like, it takes more dudes than that to beat me off. <laughs> Uh-huh. Then he does a full swing. I don't know how the sword seems to go around the back of the lizard guy, but it hits the armor of the uh, the Koopa and the pig. Again, I don't know how the sword strike goes through, but not through the lizard guy. And then, the what if we assume that the strike started at the lizard guy? So the first like white explosion is the first hit, and then he swiped around through to the rest of them and then back. He like hit their oh, yeah. he hit their swords as he was going. They like had to animate like one point in time or something. Yep. So yeah. then the blue ogre reaches for a grenade, while Link is just <laughs> hammering a Koopa 
<laughs> on the head. On the head Basically, funny. whatever the equivalent of a pistol whip with a sword is. <laughs> sword whip. Hilt whip. <laughs> sword whip sounds like the coolest fucking weapon I've ever heard of. Wait, isn't there a Final Fantasy broad with like a extendable sword whip? It's there's, like all blades. Soul Calibur. Uh, um, Soul Calibur, yeah. Woman. Yeah, <laughs> broad. Yeah, so, <laughs> that dame. Gender politics. With the, uh, with the games. <laughs> so, Link's, that they're, uh, Link sees the grenade uh, coming at him, and he's wondering, why does he have a big pineapple rock? Because, you know, I guess he doesn't know what a freaking grenade is. And uh, this is a weird grenade. He doesn't pull a pin out of it. He scrapes it along his foot. Sparks it. Hey, yeah, sparks that's interesting. Sparks it along his foot. And, like, rocket propels them with his hand kind of badass yeah i was wondering yeah so badass i need a couple of these and uh link's tunic must be great at absorbing shock waves because he just gets he just gets thrown by the explosion rather than hurt and he uh, oh no 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 no! you misunderstand mike that's not his tunic see how his skirt is at that perfect angle <laughs> for all the excess energy from the explosions on the ground to be channeled right up through his fart hole. <laughs> so he's furnace. That's, 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 yeah, he's, he's, he's using his true inner strength <laughs> and absorbing the blast <laughs> so that <laughs> yeah, call he's that a using blast. what has taken this is a blast. the most punishment. <laughs> he uses what... <laughs> oh yeah, so, uh, you know, fart antics aside... The legend of stink. Anyway. <laughs> so, now he's dodging pineapples, and he catches one, and throws it right back at the guy who, for some reason, has his mouth completely agape, which receives the yep. grenade, and instead of spitting it out, he just swallows it so he can scream, and then he <laughs> and all of his grenades go, kablooey. And then uh, Link is finally taking some damage. Is a little worse for where his tunic has been threaded. <laughs> and yep. then we get to see Tinkerbell showing up going. <laughs> okay, well. It's, um, it's uh, Navi. 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 Yeah, Navi. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. You got blown up. Gee, thanks. <laughs> hey, listen. The bad guys are spanking you. <laughs> To be continued. Uh, also, I realized I, re I realized why the grenade guy's mouth's open. Why is that? I, I needed somebody to bite. Because imagine that? you just watched, uh, imagine you just watched a young boy in a skirt that you had randomly stumbled into absorb the impact of multiple grenades up his butthole. <laughs> Would you not be a little taken back at least? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mouth agape is like. <laughs> Brandon is really. And then annoying. and then when. Uh, and then when Navi comes in, she's not, like, laughing, you know, at the whole scenario that she caused. She's just laughing at the immense abilities and elasticity of <laughs> Link's anus. <laughs> Anal elasticity is key for Navi. Lovely. So, that's yep. uh, the Zelda comic. So, moving on, we've got uh, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus for Game Boy. Uh, you guys actually went through this, I believe, when I wasn't on. Mike and John, is that right? Uh, yeah, we mentioned it. I don't know why we're seeing it again, but... So, well, I'm, I'm glad we're having the coverage. It's back. Because I actually spent uh, several days playing this game. Hmm. Um, so, I've got some takes on it. 
Um, hot takes. So I got some hot takes. So it's an interesting game. Um, I guess it's it's sort of like a between. Well, it makes sense. It's it's a sequel, so it's in between the playability <coughs> style, the first one, and then the Super Nintendo one. So I still don't really get the 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 draw of the Metroid series. I'm going to attempt to play the Super Nintendo one, which I haven't played before, to see if that uh, really does it for me. Because I played, if, if I had the original do, Metroid. It will. Mm-hmm. If I need them, well. yeah. I had the original one. I played through that, uh, and I tried playing through Metroid Prime um, for GameCube. And I tried playing through this one, Metroid 2. So it's an exploration game like the other ones. Um, and it just it's kind of uh, aimless. You're aimlessly like wandering around um, trying to find shit, basically. You're trying to find shit. <laughs> uh, you're trying to find um, upgrades for your weapons, energy tanks. You're trying to find Metroids to blow up. And you have to defeat all the Metroids in a given area in order to move forward. There's like this poisonous water or poisonous liquid or whatever that doesn't go down deeper into the surface until you defeat all of the uh, Metroids in in a single area. The problem with it is that a lot of the areas look exactly the same. Um, And I don't know if that's just a limitation of, of the Game Boy or if it's just they just didn't design it to look fairly different. So you're going through areas of the map, basically. And by the way, there is no in-game map, so good luck there. Um, uh, so you're just kind of wandering around, look, you know, looking. Have I been here? I so don't you, know. So you need this issue. You're just retreading the, the same ground over and over and over, or that's what it feels like, at least. Um, and eventually, I didn't uh, have this... Uh, it was basically the same thing. Like I pulled up a map online, and it would have been the same thing as looking at the issue here of the coverage... Um, where you're just like, okay, I go here and I get this, I go here and I get this. But at that point, you're just really doing like playing paint by numbers. Like you know yeah. exactly where to go. The sense of exploration is lost at that point. You're not like discover, quote unquote, discovering anything. You're just following a list of instructions. So the whole like joy of like, oh, I found something is gone at that point because you're just following instructions. So. Hmm. I don't really get the appeal of the game because of that. Because either you're aimlessly, just frustratingly wandering around finding nothing, or you're following the instructions, and at that point, kind of what's the point of playing through the, the game, an exploration game? Well, so I, I skipped ahead to page 50 and found a good reason. If you <laughs> beat the game in less than three hours, you get to see Samus in her bikini. Yeah. No. So, or I can just... Or you can just open Nintendo Power and look at the printout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did that not fuck them over? When they were, well, I guess if you can watch it on your own TV. I guess on nah, the screen it moves. Still probably, There'd be music. Well, and maybe, but I was going to say, blows. If, it's, if it's moving, it probably isn't going to be on the screen for a long time. So you got like maybe a 15 to 45 second window to fap to. <laughs> so you better have one already in the it. chamber ready to go <laughs> while you're playing Metroid. When I was 12. So was, you can finish Metroid. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then just have it ready. But like, well, if you're playing if you spend hours. the however 15. <laughs> I doubt it. With the rumble just... pack, with the rumble, rumble pack in the right spot. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, if you spend the X amount of dollars, whatever 
Canadian mm-hmm. currency was in 1992. Dollars. Uh, you could just have this permanent picture. Um, yeah, pretty much. What I will say, it does look very good for a first-generation Game Boy game, though. Like the yeah, that's it, true. It uh, captured my attention for a few days. Like I said, um, it's it's a interesting game. It's really good um, play control. It's uh, the the upgrades is nice. The speed of it is nice. It's all very high quality put together. Uh, my issue is not with the the how it's how it's how it's authored. My issue is with just like the whole concept of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think having an in-game map of like discovering different areas might have been helpful. You know, the same way that you might have like a Symphony of the Night, uh, where it shows you like kind of map mapped areas where you've been, rooms you haven't been in, right. things of that nature. What's with the dildo ship on page fifty? Yeah, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, there sure is. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a <laughs> just a battery thing. That's weird. Oh, yeah, God, they got a dildo broke. That is hilarious. That's actually not a missile battery thing. That's like a step on the side of the wall that will <coughs> randomly like drop down. Uh, so you have to like time your jumps appropriately. So you have to time when it you thrust like it's your badge into the wall. Yeah, I mean, like anything's a dildo if <laughs> yeah, you try hard enough. You don't want to. <laughs> well, no, because Mike, you gotta you gotta time your arrivals right. You don't want to arrive. And it and it's soft and it and, you, and it's soft. It falls through. You have to arrive when it's hard, right? Yeah, you don't want to go up there when it's flaccid. You know, you want to, yeah. you want it to be sticking straight out. That's how you want to land on it. Also, I love the uh, I love that weird scorpion thing uh, in the left corner there because oh, it's like, guys, guys, how can we make a scorpion more metal? Well, mm. what if we take off the pincers and put on rotating saw blades? <laughs> Fuck that. How about we get rid of the head and just make it so cool? Mm. We'll make it like an it doesn't ass even have a face. With saw blades. An ass like with saw blades. <laughs> yeah, man, get rid of the head and put a butt on the front. <laughs> so radical. We won't bro. even need the tail. Yeah, that's was, metal. Yeah, he just cuts down the tail. I will say the artwork here is just awesome. Like, there's a lot of very interesting. Mm-hmm. Rend- renders of like the different bosses and everything the different critters and stuff mm-hmm. so definitely worth flipping through to see especially if you're interested yeah. in playing the game because the maps are pretty key to, to making sense of what's going on here the, the other thing that <coughs> would have helped these... the other thing that would have helped with this game is having any kind of like in-game story that telling you like what the hell you're doing <laughs> any kind of purpose mm. like i get the why you're like, deciding this the, alien uh, yeah yeah, exactly. I get they have like an instruction manual and all that you're supposed to pour through, but still, it doesn't it doesn't help with the end game experience. You're like, okay, yeah. I'd like to see some kind of progression going yeah. here. What am yeah. I doing? At least Where in, am I? At least in Zombie Nation, they give you like a nice one page synopsis <laughs> of what's going on. Right. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that that but, helps you any. It doesn't when, make any goddamn um, sense anyway. <laughs> Big no, thumbs up for this game, though, is they have save points. Hmm. So that's a big, uh, mm-hmm. big boon to that. You get save points. Well, immediately, that. immediately, once you're talking about hardware that has a battery in it that can do that, or or um, or cartridges that have batteries in them, then any game that doesn't have a save feature, you're just immediately being ripped off. Well, right. a lot of the a lot of the games like had- give me give me twenty bucks. Give me twenty bucks, or give me the save. A lot of a lot of a lot of games had the passwords and all that. You had to write down all that bullshit. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of bullshit, fuck literacy. Star Wars on the Game Boy. (laughs) Oh man, I'm so excited for how bad this might be. It's really bad because the NES was terrible, so they ported it over. (laughs) 
Beautiful. If you thought the NES version was hot garbage, try the Game Boy version. <laughs> it's cold garbage. We've taken hot. We've taken hot garbage, microwaved it in a in a in a coffee cup, and left it on the counter for hours. <laughs> mm, from our friends at UbiSoft. <laughs> That's from yeah. It was published by uh, Ubisoft. That's Ubi. funny. This one is Ubisoft. Not it's, developed by them. It's a it's two words instead of just Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. So just. I love the uh, I love like the little picture the, of Vader here looking at Leia and Luke. It's like it's like Vader's trying to tell him, Luke, <laughs> I know you're I know what you're about to do with Leia on Hoth. Trust me, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't, bro. <laughs> I love how uh, like like <laughs> they're clearly shots taken from the movie. But if you look at the first, if you look at Luke and, and Leia, they look like they've got the drop on Vader, which like knowing the movie, a never happens and b couldn't happen. So like to see Vader and his dumb like facial facial expressionless helmet just look like it's surprised because of the juxtaposition that they gave him. I just love it. <laughs> Like I just I can't help but imagining that inside that helmet he's like holy shit they're right there. <laughs> or he's just like, like, just got off the can he's walking out the door. Oh, that's he's just like I wish yeah. I wish the his force. hands are still doing up his fly as he walks <laughs> out. I, I, I wish the force would really stop showing me visions of loops of loops spanking it to Leia. Oh. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and you got to think like all the things that are gonna happen between all of the people. What does the force really pick to be like an issue? Right, like to, to warn anybody about. Mm. I know apparently it picked Vader to make him an evil psychopath, and then it picked his son to like eventually deal with him. Like the Force is pretty fickle, and you know one could say like evil. Oh yeah, like, just malevolent. Oh yeah, and, like pushed Vader to like kill his own wife. I don't think the Force has influence on that stuff. I think it's how you interpret the Force. <laughs> it's funny because I think I was well. I was about to say I think Mike is uh, mistaking the force for religion. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways, how uh, fickle and how how one sided it can be, but really, there's definitely the two sides. So it looks like it's the same game. It is the same. I mean, it looks like a port, like straight over, pretty much. Yeah, I don't uh, notice really any any difference here. There's, I think there's some fewer areas to get through. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> you can believe that, but uh, they don't do they don't give a ton of coverage to the game, uh, which do, tells you something. Yeah, I do like for the uh, for C it says Enter Sandman, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know some of them are metalheads. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did Sandman come out in the eighties or nineties? I just think of the Metallica song. Yeah, was yeah, that about the ECW wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the fact that they say Enter Sandman. Is the uh, Metallica song, but they, uh, <coughs> yeah, were, was it in the eighties or nineties when that song came out? Oh man, I don't even want to put down an answer. So then it would Black be album. So it would be pretty new when this coverage came out. Then. Yes, they'd be very topical in modern. Mm. Ooh, yes, it would these be. Boys showing off their their flashy pocket protectors and their mm. sick metal albums. <laughs> We may, yeah, be, so we, it's, may, we may be living in our parents' basements, but at least we rock out. So <laughs> got to, the last thing we'll talk about with Star Wars is they've, they've got a screenshot here of uh, Leia laying down in the uh, inner uh, cell, prison cell. And, uh, yeah. Aren't you, a little, aren't, aren't you a little hard <laughs> to be a stormtrooper? 
Jesus Christ. Uh, Alright, so moving on to the next Game Boy game. We've got NBA 2. I didn't know there was this original NBA. <laughs> NBA yeah, 2 All-Star that, Challenge. Challenge. Wouldn't they put the 2 at the end, though? <laughs> this is NBA the... All-Star <laughs> Challenge 2? Well, this is the sequel to the NBA. They... That's what I was wondering. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the, the WNBA? The world ended, the NBA was over, and then the world restarted, repopulated, mm. and this is the NBA 2. This so is, it's like XFL, but for This is before the basketball. point in time where they would put like the year it's, behind the game, the, the sports game title, so... Yeah, that's true too. <clears throat> so yeah, um, I was thinking it was like it was like Futurama when he gets frozen, and then if you watch in the background, everything gets destroyed and right. then rebuilt. So this is a one-on-one like contest game that LJN made. So oh boy, yeah. Um, one weird thing: if you look at the first page on the bottom right, it has a picture of Scottie Pippen and a one-on-one tournament. But Scottie Pippen isn't in this game. <laughs> the representative <laughs> for the Bulls uh. is Michael Jordan in this game. So. That is also something to <laughs> note. Um, Michael Jordan, uh, this might have been one of the last games, like I've, I've said it in the past, but he didn't license his name out with like the NBA Players Association after a certain point in time. So like, you would buy a basketball game and like uh, he wouldn't be in it. You had to buy like the Michael Jordan game to play uh, you mm. know, as Michael Jordan. Oh. Like you couldn't just... So like the the bulls would have like some generic named guy on it like <laughs> um, i thought i thought you were going to say the other way around where like it it turned out for like you know maybe even years after that games were still pumping out with michael jordan in them and then his team had to go crack down on no them. no i mean these are all licensed with the nba so um yeah mm-hmm. so they'd be but strict. yeah uh it's it's just kind of interesting a, a little bit so <laughs> it's not even in uh, nba jam no it would be like you would have like Steve Kerr and like Scottie Pippen or whatever. He might be an NBA Jam. I'm not sure, but I don't. I don't think so. Okay. To be honest with you, I thought he was in one of them at least. So maybe not. Yeah, there's some tall guys in here, like Akeem Olajuwon. No shit, there's tall seven. guys in an NBA game. <laughs> yeah, like really tall, like seven foot tall. Like that is just yeah. Yeah. Basically, the probability of you being an NBA player if you're over seven feet. As something crazy. It's like one in twenty or something crazy high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love the artwork here. It looks almost vaguely racist. With the uh, yeah, that guy. No, that's pure. That's like straight up racist right there. That, that, on page yeah. <laughs> I know he's not even a. He's not even like a human. Mammy. He's not even a human. He's a gollywog. He's and look, just, at the top row, there's like that's my my black porn name, Rolando Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a parody of Lando Calrissian. <laughs> like he's just... <laughs> so, um, the game itself, from what I, I've never played it, I watched someone playing it on YouTube. You can guess what my prep was this week. Um, it, just <laughs> a more than mine, yes. It wasn't, it wasn't chat roulette this time, John? Yeah, it was... Um, <laughs> It's just a bunch of, like, sort of two-on-two games where you have, like, one star versus another star. Uh, Like, one-on-one, free throws, three-point shooting, slam dunk. There's an accuracy shootout, which I guess is just shooting, like, bit from all over the court. And then there's a tournament mode, which I think just grabs, like, all. Like, you have to play, like, all the modes or whatever, I, I would guess. I'm not sure. But, um... The the you know the coverage here is pretty funny though like like I said the the black player at the bottom fifty nine is just straight up like 
extra chromosomes this, or something. I don't know what's going this on. This is like what this, this <laughs> just shows what Japanese people think black people are. Well, I think LGN was a. Uh, I think. Well, uh, all right. Yeah. Whatever. That's so fucking terrible. <laughs> so speaking of holy shit, speaking of terrible, we have another Mario comic. <laughs> Ooh, so before you get don't to that, you though. dare! I am so excited. <laughs> before you get to that. So if you're on chat roulette nowadays, do you think that anyone who has their dick out on chat roulette is doing it for Harambe or just do they would do it anyway? It has to be all dudes directly. Like there can't be anything other than that on chat roulette at this point. Oh, uh, I tried it no, one no, time no, it was no, out when it was like pop in the no and it was just like penis and I'm like, all right, I'm just burning my computer now. <laughs> no, John, so you're looking at it all wrong. If you look at it statistically, there's twice as many females on this stupid rock that we're hurtling around this stupid ball of gas on, right? No. So what the fuck math are you doing? Dude, they, <laughs> what, what math are you doing? What? Females. So there's two what? women to every man. No, no they're not. That's, what? What? that's a stupid song from the 60s. It's not a statistical fact. It's not two, two girls for every it's ball. Like, it's a Beach Boys like song, not a fact. It's like 51. <laughs> Trump okay. it's like 51 Jan and Dean, not Beach Boys. I think there's slightly more women <laughs> than men, but it's like 59 to or 51 to 49 percent. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, look, no, there's look, more okay. boys because they keep offering their girls in places like India and China. Yeah. Yeah, that joke. No, that is there's, there's, there's a big population problem in China though. because uh, they they were aborting uh, girls because the family structure in China, the male son provides um, like care for the elderly and um, like with the one child policy, you really had to have that that kid be a son mm-hmm. if you were going to. So like they have a big problem over there. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a cultural thing too. Like the son carries the name, all that crap. Well, all I was gonna say is on chat roulette. If you do the numbers, statistically, there should be more females anyway. And take out the what? fact that most <laughs> okay, of those, whatever. most of those females should be regular functioning humans that don't need chat roulette. <laughs> that literally takes you down to the lower tier of society. Where it's a bunch of dudes, like demographically, you got a bunch more dudes <laughs> in the bottom end of the scale, and then you've got the odd lady who may occasionally Enjoy watching dudes jerk it. <laughs> yeah, but like a bunch of them are gonna get flustered and taken out of the whole the whole statistics because it's a bunch of seriously <laughs> gross dudes just furiously beating it at whatever the fuck is in front of them. As soon as <laughs> so, a real woman shows up, that like chums the water and all, and all the dick shit's <laughs> coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what I was thinking is we should really use this to our advantage because when you think about the demographic that you're looking at there, you're also looking at probably the same demographic that would read a Nintendo Power magazine if it was in front of them. Oh. So what we should start doing is, is jump on chat roulette, on chat roulette? <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm and then ask the guys... Well, they're well, they're like pre-jerk. Just be like, hey man, do you know anything about issue twenty-five on Nintendo Power? <laughs> Have you seen the comic with Super Mario dressed up as Peach? Because <laughs> you already got your dick in your hand. You might as well hey. Google it. Hey, you're, you're, give me a good enough answer, and I'll show you the picture of Samus from page fifty. Yeah, <laughs> you're at half mast. Samus can take you the rest of the way. <laughs> Just tell me the information that I need. If you want to see, a, if you want to see a giggling fairy. Yeah, I, I can take call it, it Mike. 
Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the reason these guys have been fapping so long is because they still can't get like the right, you know, uh, brain space, if you will. So all you got to do is send them that that perfect picture of Link taking all those grenades in the rectum, and you know that might be the one that right. sends them home. All right. Well, I think home. that should be your takeaway homework. Speaking of going home, let's, we, we need to let's start masturbating. Let's take this Mario comic on home. Come on, Mike. Let's go. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, we continue the Super Mario Adventures. In our last episode, Bowser lost one hostage but gained another as Princess Toadstool flew the coop, and Mario became captive numero uno with a bullet. Then, when the Mecha Koopas demanded the princess in return for Mario, Luigi put on her tiara and planned to take her place. Luckily, Floyd showed up with a new line of cosmetics. Then we get to see a bunch of toads walking into a church. And, you know, a nice drawing of a stained glass turnip for some reason. <laughs> and then we see Mario and Peach, who, again, always drawn lovely in this comic, is there. And Mario, for some stupid reason, he's got a tuxedo on, but he's worn his friggin' hat. And he's standing yep. on a box, so he can. He's standing on two question blocks. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. That's pretty fantastic. That's great. And who's marrying them? But everyone's favorite shyster, friendly Floyd, mm-hmm. who I guess, like for religious reasons, he's wearing a rosary, but they're covering up the, the cross. Oh yeah, that's just a. It's just a pretty necklace, and his big spectacular cleft chin covers up the collar. <laughs> And he goes, Mario, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife, but richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, as long as you both shall live? Yes, I do. <laughs> Princess, do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? Yes, I do. I now pronounce you man and wife, you may kiss the bride. But then when she leans in to kiss him, she shivers, turns around, sees Mario tied up in a Koopa cage, and then she turns around. She goes, it's not the bachelor party still. <laughs> 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 and then we get to see her turn around facing forward, and there's Koopa making a big kissy face going, whoa. I think it's Bowser, actually. Yeah, I would presume it's Bowser. Yeah, King Koopa, Bowser. We know that her name's not Toadstool anymore, but Peach. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up in Luigi's coveralls, which means he got to see her naked. And oh, yeah. Good on him, because you know, even in those overalls, she's still cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, Brandon knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm rocking some peach overalls. I'm into this. Yeah. Yeah, a little cross-dressing peach. Ain't got a problem with that. Nah. So then she goes, oh, what a nightmare. And then she looks up and sees the massive snout, the massive snout of Yoshi. And she just takes off screaming, which is the appropriate reaction when a green dinosaur is hovering over you when you sleep. I don't know. I and mean, to be honest, like, she was, like, well, she wasn't raised by it, but her... Her fiance and future brother-in-law were raised by these dinosaurs. You'd think that she'd have like less of an overreaction to them. I imagine that they must have been separated after the Yoshi saved them, so they have no memory of them. But Yoshi's just like, "Hey, I know that red cap. You still wearing it after twenty years? God, get some new clothes." Well, there's that, or there's uh, if you think about it, like generation-wise, like maybe Yoshi's just have a shorter lifespan, so like. There could have been, like, say, a pack of Yoshis that raised Mario, who also taught their young Yoshis about Mario. But then once they were separated, Mario later found a new pack of Yoshis, descendants of the originals, who now <laughs> have the lore of Mario. The story, so like, the story is true. Mm-hmm. You're, the you're the, you're the fat Italian. 
<laughs> he really does eat mushrooms and smash bricks with his head. I don't get it, but I'll help him. Oh my god, my Nana was right. Nana Yoshi. <laughs> Nana Papa Yoshi, because they're gender neutral. <laughs> instead, of, instead of Uncle Daddy. <laughs> Nana Papa so, Yoshi. So, or Yoshi Yoshi, whatever their, uh, the title is, it's probably Yoshi. It's probably Yoshi, so, Yoshi Yoshi. So, <laughs> or she, so, she Yoshi. Because like yeah, Yo yeah, like, and then she would be like the two separate names. So it would be like last yeah, like name Pika, first. Pika, yeah, Pika, Pika, Pichu. Yeah, yeah, something so, like that. So she runs into Floyd. Yeah, literally runs into Floyd. Clobbers like, oh. his big dumb nose. And he doesn't feel the damn thing. No. You know, he really <laughs> looks like Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is he's like a, early propaganda. He's an unreliable huckster who sells you lies. Yeah. And he's got the big blonde pompadour thing going on. <laughs> the fat the big, the big dumb nose and the sweat when he when he yells. Yeah. How do you get sweaty when you yell? Wait. And then she runs away screaming again. And he goes, wait, you haven't seen my new Trump makeup. <laughs> new Trump then, tr- Trump brand yeah and then uh, Commander Yo- Commander Toad says Princess are you alright finally a familiar face it's all coming back to me I fell from the tower started flying with a cape and something zinged past me it looked like Mario <coughs> what happened to Mario he crash landed at the castle Bowser's holding Mario how dare he I'll be back with Mario wait you're gonna spoil Luigi's plans and then she realizes wait a second Overalls aren't my style. I disagree. Yeah. I think, she, I, I think she's rocking this look. I mean, she is, she's still a 10. <laughs> I mean, the overalls could be a little bit longer. I don't know. You're seeing some ankle there. <laughs> Just the right amount of ankle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Amish delight. <laughs> so... And I really thought Luigi see. was going to look fucking horrible, but he looks like just regular Peach. Yeah, who knew that him and Peach had the same eyes? Yeah, that's actually a little more disturbing than I ever thought. Are you sure? Luigi must have green eyes. And, like, maybe they just goofed it for the comics? Or, or for, like, Floyd this issue? Had, Floyd had green contacts? Maybe, well or... Peach wig? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, and the Peach wig, too. But, like, I guess if you look, uh, like, a little bit ahead or a little bit back, Mario's also got blue eyes, so, like, genetically... Yeah. Bowser's got too, blue so. eyes, too. Everybody Wait, what about Floyd? Oh, my God, what's going on here? Floyd Where's Floyd does? Holy shit, are you serious? Floyd never opens his eyes. It's a conspiracy. What <laughs> color are Yoshi's eyes? No, Yoshi's a... Oh my god, Floyd. Floyd has all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> he never opens his eyes. Even in the last panel, they're never open. Probably because oh. they're, they're gold or brown or, you know, something that would label him as an outsider. They just illuminate light. And they you would know, they're show just him. like red beams or something. They're <laughs> Or he's like Cyclops. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just red energy. And he just like nukes everybody. (laughs) He's doing them all a favor. So Bowser's uh, being told on the TV that his kids, uh, that his Koopalings have brought back the bride. And they're all like, hey, what's cake, Pop? Take good care of my precious princess, Natch. But I bet you anything she's not going to say yes. But yes, I really, Bowser. I fight and I've fallen in love with you. I just can't wait for our wedding day. <laughs> Do you really mean it? I swear it. You really, really mean it? How could I resist you? 
Your voice sounds kind of funny. I have a cold. I'll kiss you and make you feel better. No, I don't want to get the cool. I don't want that clan to get the cool for crew. I better keep my mask on and rest. Please untie me. Off with the ropes. And then he uh, goes, She loves me! It's the happiest day of my life! And his eyeballs start ejaculating. And the cage <laughs> starts shaking and falling on the ground and causing catastrophic injury to the Koopa chefs. While the words, <laughs> all right, are literally flying out of his mouth. I mean, the artwork here is just fantastic. It's, oh, yeah. You look at the Bowser panel where he says, like, I'll kiss you and make you feel better. Like, I actually kind of feel for him a little bit in that panel. Yeah, a little bit. That he's being duped. I feel kind of bad. Bowser, you're being played. No, he's... Fuck him. Fuck him, he doesn't deserve it. Stupid gross dinosaur. Been keeping it simple. Doesn't say anything for the whole comic. Fuck with the pussy. Fuck right, the pussy. What's um what's the that fucking dickhead's name who's like uh Bowser's like right hand man that's always casting the little spells on you? Yeah, comic. There's like two of them or three of them that are the chefs. So that makes me laugh, because fuck that guy. Yeah. For real. Fuck that guy. And he always shoots you. Yeah, and he always shoots you with the fucking the PlayStation. PlayStation logos. Yeah. (laughs) I was always like, what the fuck is this about? He's <laughs> shooting you with the PlayStation action buttons. Yeah. <coughs> All right. And then we get so, to see Mario tied up. I, I guess he's going stir crazy because his eyes hold on, are hold crossed. On. Mike, can you say that last line but like slower and deeper? Mario's going stir crazy. His eyes are crossed. Nope. Back one. Uh, he's tied up. Yeah. Mario's tied up. <laughs> Mario's all nice and tied up. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> okay. And, 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 as a cute aside, we get to see the uh, the little uh, caption saying "Meanwhile," and the caption is being eaten by a mouse. Adorable fourth wall break. Yeah, that is just that, that, <laughs> the that's award for cuteness. most adorable <laughs> most adorable fourth wall break in a Nintendo Power magazine goes to yeah. <laughs> mouse eating caption. <laughs> it was a so, tight race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I could see uh, Luigi taking his mask off, saying, Mario, bro! And then Mario's just looking at him through the bars, and he starts laughing. <laughs> Translated, what a get-up. Pink is you, Luigi. Uh, I thought he was screaming in terror, to be honest. <laughs> I genuinely thought that was screams, and then I oh read the rest. God, I, I just woke up from my nightmare to another nightmare. <laughs> For a second, I thought... For a second, I thought I overheard that Peach was going to marry Bowser, and then my brother was standing here in Peach. My brother's the one marrying Bowser. Why do, why do I have such a weird boner right now? <laughs> These ropes just got so much tighter. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I've actually been this hard. I, I've surpassed my limit break. <laughs> so. I'll, have to, I'll have to get Peach to tie me up at home more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I'm into rope play. Yeah, I'll just have to. I'll just have to. Uh, I'll just have to get a haircut and then make her wear it under her lip as a little mini mustache. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget the dirty mattress. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Maybe it's a prison. Just, or he can stick his finger up her bum and give her a dirty Ouija or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So then Luigi, <laughs> so then Luigi's saying, I do think this flatters my complexion. And then Princess goes, hey, are you lost? You know, she's talking to Mario, so obviously she's not lost. But then she pulls the Michael Jackson mask back on and says, like, <laughs> oh, what, what are you going to do with him? The piranhas are always hungry. He'll make a fine meal. And Mario's like, Argh. speaking of food, I'm hungry. Pizza, anyone? Me too, me too. I know a good place that delivers my trees. That's our mom. Double cheese for me. Double cheese. <laughs> I'll order two of everything. Don't forget the mushrooms. <laughs> just turning it into a big thing. Also, can... I gotta Why feel like in so fast. That's weird. Yeah, well, like in the canonical Mario horseshit that happened, uh, there was a time. Uh, it's in Super Mario Sunshine, where Baby Bowser Jr. is kind of like misled into believing that Peach is his mom, and Bowser is made out to be like a sad stepfather who's really trying to a not break his kid's heart and tell him that that's not his mom and b trying to like plead with peach and mario and just be like hey do you think we could have shared custody over this kid that is not yours (laughs) (laughs) so it's super kind of like creepy by the end when you really watch it and this just makes it all the more worse and they're saying it to luigi they're not even saying it to peach like they don't know but and you thought mrs doubtfire was fucked up yeah, this is just a whole other can of worms. Also, you know, whenever, a, I get, whenever I watch that movie these days, I just feel bad for Pierce Brosnan because he like tries to be the good stepdad, but like Robin Williams keeps <laughs> his life. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I I can do a racist black man impression, so you know you're you're fucked. As a matter of fact, you're out of my kids. You'll always be gonna, Steve, and I'll be dead. Yeah, <laughs> good old step Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, I just want to point out, as far as, like, my culinary precision uh, goes, I feel like in the Mushroom Kingdom or whatever the fuck universe this actually happens to be pertaining in, because I've never heard of Floyd in any other Mushroom Kingdom scenarios, but uh, you'd think that mushrooms would be, like, a scarcity to the point where they would have to hide them in bricks. Or, you know, that they'd be their children. Or that they would be... Yeah. yeah, other sentient creatures. That's fucked up, <laughs> calling a bunch of mushrooms and being like, hey, I want extra mushrooms on my pizza. Like, that's my base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I maybe I have some children on my pizza. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like a bunch of greasy, like, <laughs> bottom-of-the-barrel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Guys, maybe it's a bunch guys, of greasy bottom-of-the-barrel mushrooms jerking off on pies. I solved it. It's all the aborted Chinese girl mushrooms. Okay. Oh, right. mushroom fetuses. So yeah, exactly. Um, One child rule, as, and there we go. Brandon, as your culinary, <laughs> like, who? Why? Why is double everything? Like, why? I don't want double cheese and double anchovies on a pizza. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, just. I, I assume oh. that's just gluttony, or maybe they're rather doing us a favor and killing themselves faster. Well, there's mm-hmm. that. All right. Yeah. So let's, that's let's the way I look up. at it. Speaking of killing us faster, let's go. <laughs> okay. So. Then we get to see them make a call, which I think is the first time we've seen a phone in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm. And then we get to see, and <laughs> then they got a wireless phone, which isn't a cell phone. It's just a phone with an antenna. <laughs> and then we can see Yoshi with glasses and a pizza, and a Domino's pizza box. It's a disguise. On his back. It's like a massive box. And it goes, we have a delivery. And then, like, Commander Speaking of massive box, like, how's tires doing? Too soon. Oh, my God. I hope to God she didn't just, like, 
Titty listen to us for like a bunch of issues. <laughs> Holy fuck. You know, Mike, Mike's, been, Mike, Mike's been nice to me lately. I think I'll just listen to his podcast. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the second issue we've seen a purple afro. Where? Oh, and, Toad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pizza Toad now has a pink afro. Making it the second time in this issue we've seen one. Yeah, it must have been a big deal in 92. Yeah. And then Yoshi, who's got the glasses on for some reason, they're like, oh yeah, thank God you had those glasses on, because without them you kind of look like a big fucking dinosaur. (laughs) It's the Clark Kent Superman paradox. I always wonder with Superman, like, if he's wearing his costume, where the fuck is his boots? Because he's not showing up with, like, Clark Kent's running shoes on. I, isn't the whole costume underneath his... Yeah, but does that mean he's wearing shoes under his boots? No, he's wearing boots or under, boots his, under shoes. his shoes, yeah. I think you're but, I mean, putting too much into if, this. If he's Superman, then he's, like, impervious. So he doesn't even need, like, like socks are just a luxury item, right? So, like, he's just wearing... Yeah, you think he'd be barefoot. Yeah, enough fabric so that he's not literally barefoot. And then, you know, puts his shoes on top of that. So you think the shoes are... You think the boots are just, like, hard-looking socks? Yeah. Like little booties in the bottom of your like onesie. Superman huh. is a giant toddler okay. is where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his undies on the outside. Yeah, he he just goes to school in his PJs, but his mom dresses him on the outside with his regular clothes so his friends stop making fun of him. And she doesn't have to okay, beg so the other parents so hard to come to his birthday. <laughs> and, and 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 not have to lure them over with the threat of you know, if he starts, like, throwing a temper tantrum or yelling at people at school, like, he could literally shake the whole building down. So. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, he's got a big cellophane S, and I just don't want to know what happens when you get touched by the cellophane S. So let's just not find yeah, out. If he, yeah, he's threatened to throw the S on his shirt at someone, and I don't know what the hell he means, but I think he can do yeah, it. But I, I mean, I think I, I, I think I saw him flying over his bed one I time. think he can do it. I, I don't want to believe, but I, I do. <laughs> And, you know, he threatened to, like, I'm pretty sure at one time he killed his dad by accident, and then he just ran around the planet, and then I think he didn't die, I think. Somehow, going around the world changes a universal conflict. Wait, did he kill Pa Kent? No, I'm just like, well, he did save a village, but accidentally killed Lois, so then he went back in time, saved Lois, and killed the city. Yeah, and murdered the village instead. (laughs) Well... The trials and tribulations of being a Mary Sue, I guess. Yeah. It's hard for me to be sad so for Superguy. Yeah, so the kids see that the pizza's almost here. They lower down the drawbridge, and he's like, here's your order, piping hot. It's a pizza party! I can't wait! And then Princess Peach in her sexy overalls <laughs> is holding a bomb saying, special delivery! And... Oh, she is still cute and hot, like just like packing all those bombs. She is a badass. Yeah, I was bitch. gonna say women power, man. This is what it was about. You don't see. I know Princess Peach, the first, the first feminist. Yeah, you don't see broads like this nowadays. Probably because I keep referring to them as broads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these dames. <laughs> and here's Donald. Yeah, and here's Donald Floyd holding a bomb. Yeah, clearly against his will. Oh yeah. Well, no, like. But you know, they're his bombs. He just doesn't want to be seen holding them. Right? They've all got his name on yep, the side. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got a nice golden T on the back of each one. Yeah, that's the fuse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then it says, to be continued. So 
I can't wait to see what badass bitch Peach does with all this, but it's going to be cute, I bet. I'm really worried that they're going to... the end of the Mario Kart. I'm really worried that they're going to just, uh, whatever the next frame is, that they're just going to, like, wrap it up in, like, a, a quick little throwback. I can't believe I'm worried about the plot of a Mario, uh, Mario comic. That's how good it is. <laughs> I'm genuinely so hooked. I think that takes... Yeah. Well, that takes us to the end of, I believe, this issue. We'll be uh, finishing up the rest of the issue... Uh, well, for you, you said that retardedly. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this right. half. There we go. I'm not the one that usually does the break. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> so, that's, that's your cue to cue me up for it. <laughs> All right. So we reached the end of our first half. Um, we are just ending it after the Mario comic. And we'll pick it back up at Counselor's Corner on page 70. Um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to us in between... Um, podcasts find us on Facebook and look for playing with power podcast it's just the best way to reach us you can also reach out to Mike on Twitter at the power 88 if you'd like to uh, send us a few dollars keep the show going you can go on patreon.com slash playing with power and if you'd like to be so kind as to leave a review on iTunes please go forth and do that just and, make sure uh, that if you're going to review anything that you realize what our goal is <laughs> And then, any, and then base your review on that. <laughs> any review at all is appreciated. Thank you Thank for your you. comments. We'll take them and uh, incorporate any changes we feel necessary into the show. Um, and with that, I think I'll go ahead and uh, sign us out here, gentlemen. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And, and I'm Brandon. I thought you guys were just going to keep closing. Yeah, right. I, thought, I thought for sure <laughs> you were just going to shut her down. <laughs> well, and you're now you're playing... And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. <laughs>